0: You're listening to Fitness Beyond Aesthetics. I'm your host, Estelle, and I'm super happy that you're tuning in today. I'm a certified personal trainer and life coach whose life within the health and fitness world has been pretty all over the place. So no matter where you are within your fitness journey, I can probably relate to it on some level. I know that fitness is for you and that you have a valued place in this world. I've had my fair share of ups and downs, insecurities, and honestly feeling like an outcast from exercise and fitness. Little did I know that I'd actually become a leader within this space and help women from all walks of life gain confidence, find freedom and understanding, and feel at home within the fitness world. In this podcast, my goal is to help you fall in love with exercise, become amazed by yourself, create healthy lifestyle changes, and break down that confusing gym and lifting stuff so that you can feel welcome and at home within the fitness world. Everyone is welcome here. Let's get started. I think it's become relatively common knowledge that lifting doesn't make you bulky, but I do know that there are still some people out there that do not agree with this or simply just don't understand it. I made a post. I want to say a couple months ago, it wasn't super recent about how the idea that lifting makes you bulky is a lie. And someone called me out in the comments and was like, no, you're a liar actually called me a liar. Even though this person has no understanding about fitness at all, they just felt like their personal experience. They thought, Hey, I started lifting and I got became what I thought was bulky. Therefore, my body is not your body. How dare you tell me that? And I don't invalidate that this person felt like they became bulky. What they thought was from weightlifting that definitely happened, but I do for sure know that they don't know what they're talking about. And this shows that a lot of people out there still think or don't understand the reasoning behind that. So I do want to talk today about why you might start to look what you think is bulky when you start lifting. So just to start this off, at least 99.9% of women are not going to become what is actually bulky this takes a very specific gene. And along with that, even if you had this gene, it would take years of insane training to achieve that. Like, you have to work for it. It doesn't just happen. It's not like you're like, oh, I went to the gym um, for a couple weeks and I got bulky. It doesn't happen. It does not happen. But what a lot of women refer to as, quote, bulky Maybe what you think is bulky is having a moderate amount of muscle with a good amount of fat on top, and sometimes just a healthy amount. But because of what we have been taught about what is so called pretty and feminine, we think that it looks bulky and manly. And I think that is a bunch of mumbo jumbo (laughs) because it's not supporting your health and it's not supporting you doing something that would build your self confidence. So If bulky is just a moderate amount of fat with a moderate amount of muscle, toned actually means that you have that muscle, but it's also low enough body fat to show the muscle definition. That's all it is. And there is no special type of exercise that is going to create a long and lean muscle. Your muscle is your muscle. You can't stretch it and it becomes a leaner muscle. Something that a lot of people don't know is that muscles have a general shape. Yes, but genetically, you're born with a certain muscle shape based on the insertion point of that muscle. And also you inherit a particular body size frame and torso and limb length. So people with longer limbs, you might hear my puppy in the background. I put her in her crate cause she was running around like crazy <laughs> before this. So as soon as I'm done recording, she's going to come out and we're going to play, but you might hear her in the background, as I was saying, People with longer limbs are naturally going to look like they have a longer muscle. Why? Because they have a longer muscle. (laughs) So if the arm is longer, the muscles in the arm are going to look longer. If the arm is shorter, if you have shorter limbs, the muscles within that arm are going to look a little more round because there's less space for them. That's just how it goes. So your genetics, yes, do play a role in the shape of your muscle. Now, while a lot of women I work with do want to put their health first, a common secondary and sometimes third desire is to lose weight and tone up. And I love the honesty and it's something that I can relate to as well. And when I was young, it's not like I'm old now, but when I was first starting out in fitness, I was always trying to build muscle and lose fat at the same time. And since then, I've learned that that's not a great method and it's not healthy to do and honestly, nearly impossible unless you have a very high body fat percentage. If you don't understand this concept, you can go back and listen to episode 25. What's wrong with trying to build muscle and burn fat at the same time? I break it all down in there. But what I'm getting at here is that when women come to me, this is what they want to do. And I have to say, Actually, that's not what we're going to do. We are not going to focus on weight loss. And most of the time, they're very understanding and respect me because they know that I'm a reasonable and balanced trainer and I break things down for them. So then once I understand that, then comes the question, well, which do we do first? Do we build muscle or do we burn fat? If we're not going to do both at the same time, what do we do? And if you want to lose weight, you're probably thinking, oh, Estelle, I want to burn fat first, so tell me how to do that. But I'm going to say, hold on a second. Let's see if you're ready for that. Why? Because skeletal muscle has a very important role in your body, and it's going to help you maintain a healthy metabolic rate through a fat loss phase or a weight loss phase. So if you don't have a decent amount of strength, or if you show other signs of an unhealthy metabolism, I'm going to say, let's focus on building strength first, because that is what actually matters. And I'll be honest with you guys. I have never, not even once up to this point, worked with anyone and put them through a fat loss phase first. Never, never. So what do we generally look like? Cause you're thinking, okay, let's see if I'm ready for that fat loss phase. Maybe you are, maybe you're not, but just in case you are, I'm going to list some standard strength markers. And of course, this is going to vary a little bit depending on age and body weight, but I'm going to give you the standard amount of strength that a 150 pound woman should be able to bench press, squat, deadlift, and do as a bent over rope. Keep in mind, these are one rep maxes, one RMs. That just means that you would be able to lift this amount of weight one time. So it's not something you would throw on the bar and do 10, 20 reps reps with. And this is a novice marker. So it's not a beginner marker, but it's not intermediate and it's certainly not advanced. So this is something that I would say is very... Basic. And I would actually like to see strength markers higher than this if you're going to go into, you know, thinking about losing fat. So for bench press, 74 pounds, squat, 115 pounds, deadlift, 138 pounds, and bent over row, 61 pounds. And I can tell you that these are all extremely attainable for women. And I would honestly. Like I said, I would want to see them a bit higher before I said weight loss was an okay idea. But in addition to having the strength, I want to know, are you sleeping eight hours through the night, not waking up at all? You wake up feeling rested. Do you have painful periods? How much are you eating? How much protein are you eating? Are you warm? You should be warm. You should not be cold all the time. Are you hungry in the morning? Are you happy? How have you approached weight loss in the past? What is your motivation for wanting to lose weight? What do you imagine your life to be like once you have lost that weight? Let's take a moment to hear about one of my favorite products, Perfect Supplements. Now more than ever before, it's so important to get your supplements from a high-quality and trusted source. Perfect Supplements searches the globe for the best place to source their ingredients from and then each batch is put through a rigorous third-party lab testing to make sure their products are clean and safe. They have some of the best prices i found and what's even better is when you buy in bulk you save even more. Buy three of anything, save 20%. Buy six of anything, save 25%. And even better, use the code Estelle, that's my name, E-S-T-E-L-L-E, at checkout for an additional 10% off that already massive savings. Okay, back to the episode. Now, the fastest a woman can gain muscle is one pound a month. Usually it's anywhere from half a pound to a pound a month if you're really consistent. And muscle does not take up that much space. So it's really not going to add much bulk. But what does happen is you will 99% of the time gain some fat along with the muscle and if you're careful with what you eat you can mitigate some of that but not all of it it's just what happens it's what comes with the territory and what you may notice also is some fluid retention and something called quote the pump, depending on how you're training. Now your body's going to retain some fluid around your muscles to assist in healing. This is normal. And it goes away within, let's say two to three days of a workout. But when you're working out every day or every other day, it doesn't give it much time. So it kind of becomes this sort of constant thing. And you think, oh my goodness, I'm bulky. I've gained so much weight. When really it's just fluid retention and your body is healing and this is normal if you want to consistently get stronger. Now, the pump is similar, but it is different. This happens. It's a common technique used by bodybuilders to pump more blood to the muscle to make it look bigger, when in reality, it's just fluid. And this isn't always a bad thing because it can also help with the healing process, but it definitely shouldn't be abused or be confused with long-term muscle growth because it's not. Uh, the, pump is act- the pump is not the actual muscle getting bigger. It's kind of like a balloon. balloon. Balloon filling with air. So, those are some things that might make you look like puffier, bulkier, so that you can kind of understand what's happening in your body. Because when you lift weights, it's not like, oh, muscle, you know, slight muscle tears, and now they're rebuilding. So much happens. What does that rebuilding process look like? You need to understand what's happening in your body and how it's adapting, not just for strength, but in other ways as well. Another reason you might gain weight when you start lifting, and this one I've talked about before, is because of an increase in glycogen stores. So glycogen is the stored form of glucose. Glucose is when it's just floating around in your body. And glucose is broken down from carbs and sugar. So, you eat the carbs, you eat the sugar, body breaks it down, it becomes glucose. If your body doesn't use the glucose immediately, it puts it in the muscles and in the liver. Um, So, the liver has a maximum amount that it can store, but depending on the size of your muscles, it can hold more and more and more. And when you start exercising regularly, your body knows that it needs to have more glucose on hand. So, it stores more of it in the muscles glycogen. And this is your body being really smart. It wants to help you out. But what you might not realize about this is it's not like glucose has a heavy weight to it. But in order for glucose to be stored, it has to have water with it. Yeah. So you're not just storing glucose, you're storing water. Your body knows it needs more on hand, so it keeps it. So I hope this can give you a little bit more clarity as to Why you may look what you think to be bulky or gain weight when you start exercising or lifting and what is actually happening and why it is something that has to happen first for most people. Okay, so let's now move on to the weight loss part. Let's say you're beyond all of the strength markers. You have a healthy metabolism. You eat lots of food every day. You have a happy life and you still have the desire to lose some weight. Okay, here's what you do. You still need to do your resistance training. And I recommend sticking with your same program and keeping your weights where, they're, where they are. If you're at a 200-pound deadlift, keep it at a 200-pound deadlift. You can try to increase the weight. It's not like you can't ever get stronger um, while you're trying to lose fat. It's just not something I would prioritize because like I've talked about in that episode, um, That I mentioned earlier, it's not something you really want to do at the same time. They go against each other. They're opposite processes. So you probably will uh, lose some muscle as you lose fat, just like I talked about how you're probably going to gain some weight as you gain more muscle. And that's okay. That's just part of the process. This can be mitigated to an extent with proper nutrition, just like with the with what I was talking about before. Um, and like with the rate of strength, the gaining strength, that half a pound to one pound a month, I don't recommend trying to lose more than half a pound a week for most women, which may feel very, very slow. And it is relatively so slow compared to some things you may have done in the past, but it will be less of a stress on your body and it will be more sustainable long term. It's not something extreme. And this can be a difficult mindset shift because you've probably tried a lot of extreme methods in the past, like me, to so to attempt a slow weight loss phase can be a very big mindset shift and you might not lose as much weight as you want to within that first phase. So to wrap things up, make sure you hit that subscribe button because I'm back here every week with a new episode for you that you don't want to miss. Every month you get to hear from other experts within health and fitness. And if you've got a question, please write it in, send me a voice message and if you want to win a free coaching call with me, leave me a review, screenshot it and DM it to me either on Instagram or send it to me any email. My Instagram is Estelle C Fitness. That's my name, E-S-T-E-L-L-E, the letter C, and then the word fitness. My email is the same, Fitness at gmail.com. You'll be entered to win and the winner will be announced on December 1st. Catch you next time, friend. I'm so glad you were able to catch this episode of Fitness Beyond Aesthetics. I hope that it helped bring more clarity to your life within the health and fitness world and that in turn empowers you to keep moving forward. I don't believe we will ever have the answers to everything, but we can continue to learn and keep an open mind. If there's a topic you'd like to learn more about, please email me using the link in the show notes. If you'd like to explore different ways to work together, check out my website at estellecfitness.com. That's Estelle, my name, the letter C for my middle name and the word fitness.com. If you want to get to know me better, I highly suggest following me on Instagram at estellecfitness. I'd love it if you sent me a DM to connect, or if you just want to stalk me on there, that's fine too. Until next time, friend, have a lovely day.